Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson. Austin Hill will be finishing his interview with Wes Creed today. We hope you enjoy. Because sometimes like the shame and that I live with, mm-hmm. that comes in waves, you know what I mean? My past and what I've been through, yeah. prison, addiction, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And like, she just didn't think anything of it. That's awesome. Yeah. She is a pretty awesome person. She is. Yeah, that's good. So, and your dad, for one, right? My dad. No, and your dad, and you are a dad. Oh yeah, yeah. I became yeah. So that's a big one. Sorry, off topic. You're all right. Uh, yeah, I became a dad in 2020. Uh huh. We had our little daughter Chloe Rose. She was born 9 11 2020. That's awesome. Man, Crazy date. Very very good. <laughs> yeah, the date no one wants to forget, and the year nobody wants to remember. Yeah, that is true, but she's. Yeah. She's a good she redeemed addition. it. Yeah, yeah, she's a good addition. That's yeah. good. So, so, and then we got another, we got a little boy on the way in August. That is, congratulations, man. Yeah, it's crazy. That is really, really cool. So, if we go full circle from where you started, when you first were introduced to the refuge in 2009, living in a homeless shelter, um, family praying for you, um, coming into the refuge, you, you're in the Stealing, refuge. Stealing, robbing. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I, I always tell people, I mean... And this sounds kind of like materialistic or like I'm trying to brag, but I mean, in very simple terms with a dramatic transformation, it's like I went from homeless, addicted to heroin, living in shelters, couldn't keep a job, not a dime to my name, to married, I own three homes, multiple vehicles, have my own business, mm-hmm. a daughter and another kid on the way. I mean, it's just, yeah, stuff that I never imagined would yeah. be possible but that's not even, you know, what makes my life great. Yeah, that is what does make your life great. I mean, being able to sit here and talk about this, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, that's kind of corny. You know, I don't think about no, that every real. day, but like, that's what truly feels fulfilling, being able to still talk to the guys. So I did end up fixing up that property. Um, and then we fixed, bought the house I was living in. I wanted to buy from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had two properties next next to each other and after my wife and i moved out of that when we fixed it up and so now we have three units basically that we rent out over on yale for project 614 yes that's good and it's awesome being able to see i always tell people it's not about the money you know they're not making a lot of money off them but they're i've always thought of them as god's houses right because i didn't know i wasn't handy at the time i picked them up mm-hmm. like i didn't know what to do with them mm-hmm. and the way they fell into my lap it was like yeah, I just want to keep the motivation right with that. Yeah. And being able to see guys come through it, guys change, guys move on, have families, and just, it's really cool. Mm. That's that's really the fulfilling part for me. Yeah. What's some uh, advice or encouragement you would tell guys uh, to just, like, be prepared for that first couple years after you complete the refuge? Figure out a way to stay close to the refuge or some really tight community accountability for two more years mm-hmm. why i don't know that's what i needed and i feel like nine times out of ten that's why i see after being around the refuge for mm-hmm. as long as i have been and seeing as many guys go through it's like i feel like your your mind your spirit your emotions are just not settled after 13 months it's mm-hmm. just man i needed so much more healing and uh 
it's like somebody getting cataract surgery and seeing the sun for the first time. So when you graduate, it's like life's problems hit you and you can't quite take it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, geez, mm-hmm. this is stressful. Yeah. So I need. I just knew I had to keep all those people around me. That's awesome. And yeah, I think, I hope anybody that's anybody that's listening to this is encouraged by the long suffering that this takes like it's oh, not it's not about like would you say the years that ha- your life after the refuge has been like easy no no it's no i mean it's life life it's like life gets more fulfilling the more stuff you have and the more your family grows and all that stuff but it gets harder yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but there's a there's joy in in the difficulty because you're yes. able to handle it yeah well and that's the thing it's like getting emotionally healthy like you can finally start to just sit in that stuff and experience it without having to escape it or, mm. you know. that's awesome man i'm incredibly which i i continually still fail at yeah. but i at least recognize now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well i am incredibly impressed by you and your story i had not heard your story in that i guess in order before and i think it's you're a I confidently say that um, I get to become friends with walking miracles. <laughs> I'm really grateful for you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I am an honorary graduate. Yes, you are. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah I have a certificate. Yeah. That I, I think we're going to have Tom Thompson sign because I think I'm the only one who signed that one. Or no, Tom he signed sign, it. He signed it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <legit. laughs> yes. Did quit, baby. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. And, and also, guys in Lancaster, Wes is one of the names on the Oaks of Righteousness. It's cool. That's that's an honor. It's yeah, it's really cool. I am very proud to be an alumni of the refuge. Well, I'm really glad you're a part of this community, man. Thanks. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. Tomorrow we'll be starting a new conversation. We'll see you then.